due to the nature of this podcast. Viewer, listeners, be advised. This is a mature podcast for 18 years and older. The views and opinions by us are probably made up and not truthful, so don't take them to heart. So, if you're an underage person, get the hell out now. Welcome back to the Unit Basement, episode 129. I'm your host, the Mighty Quinn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Coming to you from the armpit of Utah. You went to basement. You like that? Yeah. <laughs> Just a small stop in nowhere land out here. Yeah, that's uh, the time up there. Um, uh, I would like to welcome my guest, the lovely Joanne to Spain. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? So good. So good. Ready to be so on. Good. Ready to be a part of a cool podcast. It, this is. It's so exciting. I don't know why we're doing it, but I'm doing it. I probably couldn't sleep last night because I was so excited. And then all day today, I've been thinking like, well, what am I going to say? How am I going to talk? What am I going to talk about? It doesn't matter. I know. It, it's all fun. Everybody's friends here. Exactly. Well, not every Mark and Donnie. Donnie says hello. Mark's at a baseball thing tonight, and it's too bad that you didn't get everybody here. It's very hard to get everybody planned to come right here and and record. If Mark was here, we week. would just be talking about sports the whole time. So yeah, we do that. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, Jock, let's get, mm-hmm. let's get it over with. Let's get it over with. And wrestling, and on yeah. and on and on, and our kids. I spend a little time with Mark in Belize. Oh, fun. Yeah. Yeah, we went on one of Brent's tours down there, mm-hmm. and that's where I actually met Mark. And then we started texting back and forth and when he was on the radio station and requesting songs. And then I'd get him in trouble because I'm an asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, play this song. And he's like, you never told me it had the F word in it. And I was like, So? everybody needs to hear the f word in the basin exactly who doesn't say it Uh, my kids learned it yeah it's all right as long as how you say it to somebody Mm -hmm. you know i mean it's good adjective it's it's something that goes on but as soon as you say fuck you (laughs) then it's like it's like holy shit (laughs) then it's an hr problem (laughs) (laughs) well tell us about yourself Oh. Oh. You're like, are we so quick? God damn. Okay. Well, my name is Joanne 
the Spain. My maiden name was Potter. Uh-huh. I grew up in Lyon. My parents owned Fort Lyon uh-huh. for 27 years. That's uh-huh. how I know Quinn. Yes. <laughs> we got some cool stories to tell the, about the that. good old fort. <laughs> <laughs> I get to tell my version. <laughs> ah, see, that's what I want to hear. I know. It's going to be fun. Yeah. And um, let's see. Grew up in the basin. I've traveled a bit. I have my own business. Oh, cool. My kids are successful. I love my kids. Well, that's we, a, that's we, the best thing in life. Yes. we can. I can talk about my kids for days. So if you, yeah. Same, same. <laughs> I, I try to be restrictive on a lot of it because uh uh they actually asked me not to talk yeah. about my son's fine he listens to the podcast the rest of them are like mm, dad's doing that <laughs> and my wife's the same way she's like no i don't want to be a part of what's going on out there so that that uh it, it's kind of a private thing to me i guess i don't know why i even do it <laughs> you know i'm just so proud of my kids yeah my kids are they are such great kids and my son Christian, he is an angel. Like, he, oh really? Oh yeah. Like, nothing like his dad. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's yeah, gonna listen. Yeah. yeah. Like, does anybody know who his dad is? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> we don't have to mention any names. We but can. Uh, we can because we'll actually we'll end up talking about Four Star. Oh. Because right. I'll talk about. I'll tell you tell you some stories about Four Star. So. Okay. Yeah, but. I think Christian and Jasmine are really great kids for who they came from. I mean, uh-huh. me and Rolando were kind of hellions, and <laughs> we had a really great love story for a while. Oh, you know, good. We were best friends. And so, but yeah, Christian is amazing, and he has been an angel since he came to earth, and uh-huh. he is so special. And. <sighs> <laughs> can't cry right now but no don't do it um so then i have to be like i'm an awkward person over here i was like why are we crying i didn't do this did i (laughs) but my son chose to go so he had a very successful time at union high school he played all the sports his senior year he won the male student that contributed the most in sports so that means that he lettered every single year that's awesome as a freshman on and he received the most letters mm-hmm. and so his senior year him he won and then um rick nelson's daughter won okay Chaz chesney 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 nelson yeah and was her jazlyn Jaslyn's the other one? Jaslyn is the older daughter. Yes. Yeah, she's, okay. the, she's the older right. daughter. She runs a dance studio. Okay. But Chesney and Christian are the ones that won the male and female for that year. Wow. And so, yeah, Christian had a very successful time at Union, and Mark's talked about him. Uh-huh. Like, oh, yeah, about, <laughs> I've seen him in the paper. That's yeah, awesome. Talked about him, and he's talking about football and said, Oh, not Lamas and yeah. and I remember Lamas and I always have to hit Mark up and like thank you so much for remembering my son like oh I miss it so much and oh, yeah. there was one time Mark and uh, Ryan Luke were announcing at Union and I was listening on the radio uh-huh. and watching the younger classmen 
and they were mentioning Christian and I was sitting at home and I was like crying and I was like, oh, I'm just like so thankful that they remember my son and remember how successful he was and how dominant he was on the field. And uh-huh. I sent Mark a message and I was like, you and Ryan have ice creams at Rocky's place. Like I <laughs> called Rocky's and bought him ice cream and told him to yeah. pick it up. And Mark probably enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. <laughs> so yeah, but Christian's a freaking angel. Uh, he chose to go on an LDS mission. All right. He chose. Yeah. Not peer pressure. Not parents. <laughs> oh, hell well, no. That's cool. <laughs> no, I I couldn't do that. I'm yeah. not, I'm not about. I that. had grandparents that are like, "You're going on a mission." When I was like six years old, and I was like, oh, "Really?" Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I acted so right before Christian went. I went downstairs and I was bawling my head off to him, and I begged him not to go. I was like, Christian, I can't, like, you can't go to Mexico. Like, that's too far. I can't. Oh, yeah. I, I can't do it. And he's like, Mom, you're going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. And, oh, man, but he ended up having a great mission. He is, he touched so many lives. Uh-huh. And he is, he's just so special, Quinn. He's that's like, cool. He's so amazing. And he's doing great now. He's a pumper. And All right. Um. Get him started in the oil field. Welcome to the basin. Yeah, he actually worked in the oil field before he went on his mission mm-hmm. as well. And he was uh, supported by um, Delsco. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Chad. Chad. Uh, yeah. Chad. Yep. Chad, Chad Richard. Yeah, Chad. Really, yeah. really likes Christian. And he he had his eye on Christian. He has a big heart for football players. Yeah. Yeah. And he, 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 had a, he watched out for Christian and... Christian did really well, saved his money and stuff, and and then he went on his mission and he came home single. Aha, that's good. <laughs> we'll just say that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> came home single and he was single for a while, but now he has a girlfriend. He All right. Her. Yeah, he was in California watching the Utah Ute um, oh. Super Bowl game. Yeah, the, the, the it, New Year's, the Rose Bowl, right? Yeah, the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he kind of got online and ran into this girl and come to find out she's from St. George. All right. It was just, I mean. Like, That's cool. Like the beauty of the draw, right? Hell yeah. And she is stunning. Oh, wow. Gwen, if, if I show you a picture, <laughs> you're going to be like, Christian son, you did good. You and did well. She is beautiful. She is so sweet. She, oh man, I mean. It's just this is really a good thing, and it's so beautiful to watch. And oh yeah, so yeah. We didn't have the online dating like <laughs> high school after high school. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? I mean, because it's not something that we were part of. We were the you met somebody at a party, you mm-hmm. met them at school, you kind of ran around. But I mean, how do you feel about that? Because I think it's pretty cool to have a match. Yeah. You know, so I think it's really neat, especially when we live in a small town. Yeah. And then you're able to talk to different people from other places. And then if you meet them and your energies connect, Uh then they connect. If you meet somebody and you just. Yeah. mm, Hey, look at this guy. He's got his phone and he's going to sit on his phone the whole entire time. Yeah. Like, oh, like, okay, this really isn't working. Like, I really think it's like about energy connection and. When you meet somebody, yeah, and that energy just vibes with somebody, it's really cool. And 
No, I think it, it, it's pretty cool if everybody's honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's those people that are like, yeah, I'm married. I'm going to. I'm going to mm-hmm. go check out Bumblebee or whatever it's called. <laughs> Only fish. <laughs> yeah. And they have no idea that I'm married, but I'm going to go, you know, yeah. sneak around. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a whole My son uh, met his wife on, uh, I, I don't even know what app he was on, but he, he, he had to. <laughs> that's what I would have done in high school. I'd be like, you know what? We didn't have Tinder. That'd be like, want to hook up? Mm-hmm. Oh, I just got a notification. See you guys later. <laughs> because it's actually something that we've shunned over the years, but should be not shunned. Yeah, I don't. It, it, it should be like, you know what? You got to explore. You got to explore. You got to find who you are, mm-hmm. who they are. And make sure that that's the companion you want to be with. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, and then you're not seeing these 30-year divorces, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, 40-year, whatever, you know. I just think it's it's pretty cool. <laughs> it, I think it can be scary. I mean, you hear all these oh, crazy yeah. stories and things like that. But really, when you have good people that run into other good people, then it's okay. And Yeah. I don't know. I was on a dating app once really (laughs) tell us (laughs) tell us (laughs) Uh, well i have some good story and then i have a crazy story i'll tell you the crazy story all right so um i drove to salt lake Uh and i went to my sister's house and the guy was like i'll take you to breakfast or i'll take you to dinner and i was like okay i'll meet you there no, just give me your sister's address. No, I'll yeah, meet you there. Public place is awesome. I'll, I'll meet yeah. you there. So I met him at the restaurant and we had dinner and he see, he seemed really, really awesome. And he seemed like he, he seemed really awesome. And he just kept afterwards, like in the parking lot, he just kind of kept getting more pushy, I guess. And uh-huh. And then asking me lots of questions about my life. And and then at one point in time, he's like, how many bees do you have in your bonnet? And that right there, I was like, <laughs> red flag, red flag. Like, yeah, weird, buddy. You're, like, you're out of here. And then I was like, okay, I'm leaving. So I left and I went back to my sister's. And then he's sending me like messages uh-huh. on that app. And like trying to talk to me and you can just come over and you can just come over. And I was like, we'll just visit. Yeah. Like, I don't think so. I'll just massage your back. Yeah. And then, (laughs) so I kind of like let that kind of fizz out. And then a couple weeks later he sends me a message. And so this was like, this was probably like a year, at least a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Over a year ago. Mm -hmm. And sends me another message and he's like, I just really been thinking about you and will you you please come back out to Salt Lake and have uh, dinner with me? And, and I, so I kind of chatted with him a little bit and I was like, you know, what's been going on in your life? And then he, so he starts like venting to me and tells me that like right after he met me, he started dating a girl and he fell in love with her and he got engaged And they were ready to be married. And then she called it off because she found somebody else on another dating app. And his heart is broke. And now he's like going back through all of his old messages. And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Rebound. Like, no, like, I can't believe you even dared even admitting that to me. But 
Yeah. Yeah. So that's like my crazy. Wow. That was like my crazy dating app story. Yeah, they won't even let me on those dating apps. <laughs> I already know, Quinn. You just put the pineapple on there. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just throw that pineapple upside down. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of that, just letting you know. There's a lot of that mm-hmm. here in the basin. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. That's good. I'm not. Uh, you know what? Teach their own. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Like, those, no. To me, those couples, they have their shit together. That's what I think. They yeah. they respect and love each other so much that they can be so honest with each other. Yeah. And they can have unconditional happiness, and they can share that unconditional happiness with each other. And then do themselves and do each other. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, literally. Literally. But, uh, but I like the um, the emotional connection and the honesty. Yeah. The honesty that the I think those kinds of couples share with each other is is amazing. And no, I I agree. It's like you know, hopefully it works out. You yeah. know, I mean, in the long run. But uh, I'm a jealous person. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. wow, I don't know if I can get in that. Exactly. I'd like to clear my mind and say, ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I can I don't you know. imagine? Can you imagine being in a relationship like that though, where you could look at your spouse or your significant other and be so happy for them? I want to share you with the world. Yeah, like what you gotta you gotta you know, see. This. I really wouldn't say yeah. like sharing with the world, but I would say like looking at them and saying, "Whatever makes you happy is going to make me happy," yeah. and if that little. You know, you getting that attention from somebody else and somebody else getting your vibe and connecting with your energy and wanting your energy for a second and whatever they choose to do, you know, that's, that's their business. That's, that's that's people's business. And then letting somebody have that unconditional love and unconditional energy of life and being able to share that. If you think of it that way and then look at couples or marriages that lie and hide and cheat. Exactly. And the jealousy and the conniving and then the the chase of the thrill. Yeah. And I understand that because I was in a marriage like that. Yeah. He constantly was chasing after the next thrill. Uh-huh. And then... It made me feel bad. Like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? True, true. Yeah, self-esteem yeah, drops. Yeah, self-esteem. And why don't, oh, I guess I should look like her. No. Like, once you kind yeah. of move on in life and you kind of level up and then you realize, like, you don't have to live like that. Yeah. You don't have to be like that. I've always been a jealous person. As I'm getting older, I'm trying to get over that, not saying I'm in the swinging program or anything, (laughs) but no, it's like, you know, my wife will go to work and, Mm -hmm. you know, talk to guys and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And she'll be like, so-and-so's doing this and like that. And immediately I get defensive and it's like, you got to mellow out. Yeah. You got to let it go. Not everybody's out for sex. No, (laughs) no. And Quinn, I'm, I know your wife is a beautiful person and just think about when somebody meets her and they, they catch her vibe and they're just like, man, she's a good person. Yeah. She's a beautiful woman. She's a beautiful wife. She's a beautiful mother. She's beautiful at work. Like, and they just catch oh, yeah. that vibe and just go with it. Like that's, 
that's what most people that's what most people go on and you know that's how you start friendships and build friendships and then exactly as long as you understand boundaries yeah then but i don't know if some guys at work because i work in the workplace mm-hmm. understand the boundaries that there's a secretary over there everybody is fantasizing <laughs> Yeah. Every oh she's at work yeah all right she's in our spot mm-hmm. so you know I mean you hear it from guys you hear the whole schmoo whatever and you realize that guys are just dogs mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and and you tried yeah. I tried to better myself out of it all yeah. you know I was like well I got to think about both ends of this before you know I mean anything gets started mm-hmm. so. <laughs> like you, you gotta you just have to what regulate your mind frame you know uh-huh. and when you read into men and women you know men are from mars women are from yeah. Venus, whatever that is like men are visual yeah women are sensual mm-hmm. and the visual aspect of women that's what gets men going yeah the sensual aspect like it's it's when a it's when a woman isn't getting what she needs at home and some co-worker comes up to the woman yes. and is like how you been doing yeah what's what's going on that's when, like i'm not getting that out of the house yeah. yeah that's when that woman's mind goes like what how does he see me what, why is he seeing me like that that's yeah. when you know things are Things are like a little upside down in couples' exactly. relationships. And I think as long as you as a person, man or woman, you recognize the differences in men and women and, and what they, I don't know, yep. their vibe, I guess. Yep. Like, I can honestly tell you, like, I so wish Mark was here, but Mark, is, <laughs> he's a people person. And yeah. me and Mark, like, we've always been friends and we can freaking chat it up and like smile and laugh and yeah like you can just talk forever with mark right and Uh he's a people person and yeah i can i his wife i bet his wife has to know that about him because he is i mean he's out there in the public he's sports casting he's Mm -hmm. doing a lot of things for a lot absolutely nothing Mm -hmm. i know (laughs) your kindness can be taken for weakness yeah and that's when you ha- that's when you have to be a strong person and you're just like i have boundaries yeah but if you're if you if you're a weak person and you are looking for weakness in other people and you want to take advantage of that i think that's when trouble starts exactly personally. exactly personally maybe that's a little too deep but no it's not not hey i listened to the salty sex cast with mariah Mm-hmm. and i listen to it it's, it's she's out of ogden mm-hmm. kind of ogden area but uh she is a uh i, w- I want to say this right she's a health wellness coach mm-hmm. and she's also a professor that teaches at weber state mm-hmm. um, i'm friends with her yeah and uh she's bisexual she has not came out to her parents but she has a podcast <laughs> all about it and uh so she's been married for 13 years, but she teaches me every week. I listen to them. And some of the stuff is not relative to a guy. Mm-hmm. But I pay attention so that I can relate to a woman. Yeah. It's like, wow, this is what you're going through. Mm-hmm. I did not realize that. Okay. And just like you said, that it's sensual, 
and guys are visual, you are 100% right. Mm -hmm. It's crazy to realize that we're dogs. (laughs) Guys are dogs. It's like, all right, all right. She's, she's, she's ready. I got to go for her. You know what I mean? But, uh, no, um, that there is actually some emotion that goes into everything in a relationship Mm -hmm. and things that need to be addressed, whether, Hey, you look nice. Those little things go a long ways. Yeah. You look nice. You look sexy, honey. Mm -hmm. It makes her feel better. You know what I mean? So shout out to Mariah on this. You know what I yeah. mean? If you get a chance, listen to her podcast because I know you're a podcast nut. Mm-hmm. But I listen to her every week and I'm friends with her. So Yeah, <laughs> I will listen to her. I've, you've, heard, you've mentioned her and there's times that I've... I've had her on here, yeah? just uh, audio. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But uh, um, I would like to get her back in and, and actually talk to her. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, she she's smart. Yeah. <laughs> Sharp. But anyhow, we can move on. Let's see. Where, where, I where do I, I was talking about my kids and then we drifted off somewhere. That's how there. this works. It's podcasting. <laughs> You're like, well, we drifted off, but look, I, we're at 24 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get to the part where my son Christian was a football coach for the UNAU. So oh, wow. That was like a big accomplishment. Yeah, and I have to brag about that. That is a great yeah, accomplishment. Yeah, when he got back from his mission, Coach call called him up and said, come over here and coach and so him and um a group of boys from union were the coaches over there oh that's awesome yeah that's awesome yeah i uh coached little league for a few years <laughs> mm-hmm. i understand that that's fun to get in and help yeah. the kids out you know I, I don't know if a lot of people know this but you and his program the high school program was kind of run down a little bit and the boys they didn't want to play football anymore oh, wow. and they were losing quite a few players and then coach to went over there and he started building it back up and then he got some boys from union uh-huh. over there and those boys from union started building those kids self-esteem back up oh that's good and i mean i hate to say it, i hate to say it but i really can't brag about it because Coach to call, seeing the positive aspects of how Union was ban- being ran, uh-huh. and he's seen the growth in those in the boys from Union, and he's seen what Uena was missing out on, and especially the size of Union of Uenta, uh-huh. and he rolled with it. And I think Coach to call deserves a huge shout out because he is he has worked his butt off and. Those That's awesome. those boys in at Uenta now, they love the football program. They recruit their friends now. They strive to be on the field. They are striving to pull their academics together so uh-huh. they can be on the field. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of the things that was happening off the field are changing because of the football program. Oh, that's awesome! It's. It really is coming around, and I mean, I only know this because of Christian and the things that him and his mm-hmm. friends have talked about, and they worked so hard on. But yeah, Coach Decal has done amazing work, and you know, when it comes down to the UNA Basin, mm-hmm. we are all a huge team. And, yeah, I agree. And regardless of the schools and what school you come from and what school you play in, these boys and the girls too. Yeah. We all end up working with each other, 
And I think that's what's yeah. really amazing about the teams and the schools and how hard they're trying to unite with each other. But I'm so proud that I can say that my son was part of that. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I want you to know I'm black and gold. <laughs> <laughs> Me <I'm>, too. <laughs> I'm black and gold forever. And so. Might and tigers <laughs> go all the way. <laughs> black and gold. And then my son was coaching at Uenta and I had to wear the Uenta shirt. But, you know, Coach DeCall. Uh, made, Coach DeCall made sure he got Christian's mama. Those, those jackets and those hats and oh nice and i you can wear them to the youths game though oh yeah too yeah and i'm i'm youths over byu for Same sure <laughs> like, yeah. yeah so uh, so what are you currently doing currently like as a for a job yeah so i run my own business uh-huh. i have a cleaning business i clean commercial and residential homes all right yeah and i've done that for quite a long time is that fun it is, and <laughs> I'm. I organize, so I organize like closets and pantries, and oh, cool! Make things all pretty and <laughs> <laughs> get a run around with all the sex toys. <laughs> You're like, what is this? Sometimes I run into the sex toys, but <laughs> no, we've had people clean our house before, and mm-hmm. you have to pre-clean before the cleaner comes. <laughs> yeah, you just put away the sex toys. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes that happens, but. Are you born and raised in the basin? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yes, I was born in Roosevelt. Dr. Buxton delivered me. Oh, old Dr. Buxton, he died <laughs> yeah. last year. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember his office. It had all the deadheads in it. Yeah. It was awesome. Yep. <laughs> and then, ra- yeah, raised in Raised in Mighton. Uh-huh. So my parents bought Fort Mighton when I was two years old. Okay, two. Because mm-hmm. I remember Bud's Fort Mighton at yeah. a young age. Mm-hmm. Bud and Ludie, they, yeah, they had it before my mom and dad. Uh-huh, okay, all right. Yeah. So I have a, uh, we ran out of gas one night. My mm-hmm. parents. Mm-hmm. We had a gas gauge that was bad on the truck. It was about to the Mighton Cemetery. Mm-hmm. And it was like. 20 below i mean you know the old school mm-hmm. <laughs> winters we had mom and dad hiked back and told us to stay in the vehicle and uh, uh just run the flashers if the car was coming and your mom lent the astro van oh yeah yeah to my parents <laughs> they come back and rescued us and i was like you know what that is awesome that somebody would take care of you know kids i mean looking back at it now it's like man there's kids in that vehicle Go back and use my vehicle, get some gas in the vehicle, and go back. And, I mean, my parents, it was like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah? Yeah. So was my mom, like, driving around? No, she she lent the car. Just okay. take my car. Okay. <laughs> go get gas in your vehicle instead of walking all the way back. Okay. Yeah. Shitty deal, but, <sighs> yeah, it was one of those things I just remember your mom was there for us. You know, yeah. I mean, that that's pretty cool. That's a might and attitude. It is. You know? Not a lot of people think too much about Mighton, mm-hmm. you know, and I mean, I didn't grow up, I grew eight miles east, but we were in school in Mighton, we mm-hmm. went to church in Mighton, um, you know, we played, you know, I mean, all of our friends were that were, you know, I mean, pretty much down there, so I mean, Mighton was part of my heart too, but I, I didn't move there until I was 10 years old. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah. How much older are you than me? We're only a couple years, right? I'm 47. I'm 44. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, three. Three. So three, yeah. So when I graduate, you're probably a freshman. So I'm, yeah, I'm wondering. I graduated in 97. 94. Yeah. Yep. Sounds about right. So that's about right. Yeah. <laughs> that matches up to my to my story. I remember you, <laughs> but I just don't know you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, wait till we get to my story about the whole selling the beer stuff. That's funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you told your side on here, so. Oh, you listen. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. We finally got a listener out here. <laughs> <laughs> That day uh, I was I was cleaning a house and I was listening to you and then I was like stopped. I was like, oh, that's not what well the thing is I was on the outskirts of all this, you know. I mean, I was like, what's going on here? You know? Money? All right, we need some money. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, Fort Mine was really fun to grow up in. Um I have a lot of great stories. So my mom always helped everybody out and I watched my mom just give her shirt off her back. Like we'd be having Thanksgiving dinner mm-hmm. and people would just come up and knock on the door and we need something. And she just let them in and then open the ring up, start the till up, ring them up. They'd go. There was times when like hippies, yeah. like drifters would uh-huh. just come by and think we were open because the lights were on and people were in there and they mm-hmm. were like oh we just wanted a thing of milk and my mom's like what are you doing on thanksgiving we're traveling and like total hippies right oh yeah Hippie van yeah dreads in their hair tie-dyed and my mom living went, free yeah and my mom would just invite them in and come and have dinner so like strangers <laughs> i've been through this before too mm-hmm. <laughs> and they would just come in and eat dinner or some of them would, and I and I say this happened more than once because sometimes people would sit down and eat with us, and then sometimes they would just get they like no no we don't want to intrude, and they would take a plate to go. And wow, yeah, interesting. It, it, I mean, it happened every year. I mean, it was no surprise. I mean, but it was, it was just something that happened. And after my mom sold the store and I became an adult, I realized how gracious my mom was yeah. and how my mom took care of everybody like yeah and my and and everybody knew they could count on my mom in that aspect of taking care of everybody in my and but then we best had best biscuits and gravy ever oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> my mom my mom could cook like no other yeah that's why i was fat when i was little <laughs> <laughs> that's why i like food <laughs> I was fat when I was little. Then I became a health freak and I had to change up my diet. But, um, and then my dad, like my mom was like the kind one and she'd do everything for everybody. And then here comes my dad, like Gail Potter, like yeah, making sure everything's ran properly. And then he, he would joke around, but everybody thought that he was mean. Uh-huh. I never thought my dad was mean, but my dad just made sure shit was done the right way. Yeah. And my dad made sure that my mom didn't give everything away. Oh, yeah. Like, you, can't, you can't lose your profit. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> that's what my dad would do. He'd just, like, make, like, go in there and, like, start counting through the charges. And, Joan, you got to stop letting these people charge. Like, today there's, like, oh, yeah. $4,000. And you're going to collect some of this money. And, Mom, they'll pay when they can. And then my dad, oh, like, yeah. my dad would come home and, like, 
get on the phone in the house, make some phone calls, and then people would start showing up, paying their bills. And my my mom would come in the house, Gail, stop calling those people. They'll pay when they can. Like, <laughs> I might, you know, so it was ah, just bless like... bless her heart. I know, just kind of, it was ran that way, but my dad was, my dad was tough. Like, he was amazing. Like, yeah. I, I think my dad was amazing. There's some people said that my dad was like the meanest asshole in the world, or the nicest asshole in the world, right? But he, to me, he was amazing. Uh-huh. He was... He was tough, and part of the story of selling you guys beer <laughs> involved my dad, and so oh, <laughs> yeah, let's go with it. Yeah, let's go with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so your I can't your version of the story was you guys talked me into selling you guys beer, and. When you guys came into the store, <laughs> you guys asked me to, okay, so this is what I remember, Quinn. Uh-huh. You guys came into the store and you guys tried to buy beer from my mom. And I know it was you and Sam and somebody else. <laughs> this I, is one of the Calverts. Was it? Cal- no, it wasn't one of the Calverts. It was somebody else because we knew the Calverts. Okay. It was somebody else. It was somebody else that hung around with Sam, like another farm boy. I don't remember. <laughs> I think I think I think maybe Tom came in there like later uh-huh. on, but there it was another farm boy that hung out with Sam out there. Okay, but so you guys tried to buy beer from my mom, uh-huh. and I told my mom, "Don't do it because I go to school with them." Uh-huh. And Sam waited until I took out the garbage that night, and when I took out the garbage, you guys asked me if I would sell you guys beer (laughs) and i was like yeah i'll meet you over there by the fence so now prior to this story i had got in trouble for giving away beer to my friends which were oh shit so i should just i can say who it is because he's passed away and he was like good friends of the family Uh so it was rocky it was rocky yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um my brother mike so my brother was kind of brought into our family and mm-hmm. raised in our family and like he now he's like he's called our brother okay so, and um so mike told on me oh in trouble. and so when you guys asked me to sell you beer or get you beer like i just went in the house and i told my dad i was like dad these boys are wanting me to give them beer and he's like, who's their parents? So I told my dad. <laughs> like, they're like, yeah, they're Sam, not going like, to get in trouble. I was like, yeah, it's Sam Meekum. Sam yeah. Meekum's, and what's his dad's name again? Stan. Stan, yeah. Yeah. And my dad's like, okay. And he's like, how much money did they give you? I was like, 20 bucks. What did they want? Case of Budweiser. I think it was Milwaukee's best or something like that, actually. Like <laughs> you probably, the cheapest yeah, shit you can buy. As much as we can get. Because we're yeah. gonna go out and drink this shit. Mm-hmm. It was like the cheapest crap. So <laughs> it was like seriously like nine ninety nine. And like you guys gave me a twenty. Yeah. And Hell yeah, you made some money off that. <laughs> well, so what I did is I just put it in the till and my dad's like, What do you do with that money? And I was like, put it in the till and he was like, so the next time you guys came in the store, 
you guys came in and you guys sat down and ate your cheeseburgers or tacos or <laughs> or whatever and i i waited on you guys and you guys left me a good tip and uh-huh. i felt like you guys were like kissing up to me yeah but so this is my version of it like okay <laughs> i think you guys were like yeah we we got a good hookup like she's, ah. like, she's like a good like she's like the coolest chick so and we got a hookup and she's gonna sell us beer and then you guys were like three hot farm boys that I was like three hot farm boys like like me and and I and I'm not getting in trouble because I'm telling my dad what I'm doing yeah so so I would when you guys would like will you give us beer (laughs) I just like no so the time when I told you guys like yeah just go get it from my bedroom window I went and told my dad I was like dad they Oh, good for you. They're gonna they're gonna get it from my bedroom window, and he's like, "Okay, what time?" And I was like, 10. And <laughs> I don't know if you remember this or not, Quinn, but my dad went and stood at the in the back, and he pounded on the glass window, and you guys just heard like that boom, 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 and you guys took off running. Everybody around. runs. Yeah, you guys ah. ran around his welding truck, and and my dad's like, "They're not gonna come back." But sure as shit, you guys came back the next weekend and asked for me, but I wasn't working. <laughs> I was in the house. And you asked my mom for me, and I came out, and you're like, you want to come outside and talk? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then I think I think after that, it was when you guys asked me to go camping. Do you guys remember, do you remember taking me camping? I don't. I, I think we went to Sam's place and built a bonfire mm-hmm. one night. Yeah. 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 And you guys, so he asked me to go, and I was like, I don't think I can go. You have to ask my mom. And so you asked, I don't know if you did or Sam did, but it's got to be Sam. Somebody <laughs> asked my mom and my mom said, well, you're going to take care of Joanne. And they're like, yeah. And she's like, okay, give me a second. So she's like, I'm going to go get Gail. So my dad comes out and my dad's like, what are you guys going to do? We're just going to have a bonfire and we're probably going to have a camp out and we're, we'll take care of Joanne. We'll make sure she's not going to get cold or anything. And so yeah that, that's the only reason why i gotta go is because you guys asked my parents and my parents let me go we tried to be respectful i mean mm-hmm. i remember going and getting uh brad gingel mm-hmm. we talked to him at Seven Eleven one night hey can you buy us a case of beer and he's like, you guys don't need a case of beer you only need a 12 pack you guys are young and you're like no but we're paying well, you buy us a case of beer and a carton of cigarettes. Uh, and and Brad's like, he smiles and he's like, you got it, buddy. This is Mighton. I love uh-huh. this. Mighton guys took care of him. And Brad was my neighbor actually uh, later in life for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So uh, I got to be good friends with him. So he bought us beer and smokes. And we went up on uh, the the old airport up on yeah <laughs> yeah. It smoked so much goddamn cigarettes oh that we couldn't gosh. even breathe, <laughs> and, and drank. I think old Milwaukee. Yeah, I think it, you guys bought the cheapest beer. I know that. I, yeah, we, I, I made some profit, but I really just put it in the teal. Yeah. <laughs> I made sure I didn't get in trouble. Like, I had a good relationship with my parents. I didn't lie to them. Yeah, at all. Like. I never had to sneak out. I didn't. I didn't either. I yeah. I had a good one with my parents, but uh, I actually brought Sam back to my mom and dad's house one night with some beer, and we were sitting there watching movies. My mom got up, and Sam started hiding his beer, mm-hmm. and I was like, 
just put it out in front of her. She's not dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and she came down and she cracked a beer with us and drank it with us. She's like, all right, I'm going back to bed. <laughs> my parents knew. My parents knew what I did and I was really honest with them. And like they, they knew that they knew when I drank. So when I was 16 and I had a car, if I went to a party and I drank, I told my parents if I was going to drink because I wasn't going to come home, but I would tell them where I was at and everything. Yeah. And I've never smoked cigarettes. I wish I wouldn't have ever. (laughs) A lot of people thought I did because I smelt like cigarettes because I grew up in Fort Myton. Yeah. And I, I I even had teachers at union like accuse me of smoking and they sent me to the office and I got so mad, and I, I, so it was actually Mrs. Griffin. Oh, yeah. I screamed at Mrs. Griffin, like, my senior year, and I got so mad at her. And then I went to the office, and um, it was Guy Coleman. Uh-huh. I think it was Guy Coleman and um, Philstead. Philstead, mm-hmm. yeah. Or was it Burton? No. Burton was mine. I don't know when he Yeah, I think Burton was already gone, it. but I think it was, I think it was um, Guy Coleman, and I told Guy Coleman, I was like, I don't smoke. I, I, t- I had the same conversation yeah, with him. Like, I was like, I don't smoke, but I grow, I like, I live in Fort Myton and I live in the store and there's, they smoke. They there, smoke like, in there. Yeah. 20 people at the same time. And like, I grew up around it and I just always felt like I was suffocated by it. And I've, okay. I've never, I've never smoked, but there's a lot of people who think that I. Yeah. I wish I, I would have never done it. That was the worst thing that I did in my life. You know I mean? Yeah. Just sit there and smoke cigarettes and do chew tobacco and shit like that it's like wow what a waste of time i haven't done it since i was 31 so it it, it. oh chewing do you remember chad young and uh-huh. greg perry yep and darren parr like i, I was okay darren to drop parr, names yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, I do. I remember <laughs> all of them now. Darren Parr and always had that weird Santee, mustache. Yeah, Santee. Santee uh, uh, Hagman. Yeah. Yeah. They were all friends. And so they had me and Jody put Chew in when we were like 14. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was snowing and there was snow banks. And it got us all buzzed up and we like collapsed and fell in the snow and like we couldn't move. Did you get sick? <laughs> yeah, it was so <laughs> gross. <laughs> And it's like the worst sick that you've ever been. Yeah, it was so gross, but I experienced that when I was younger and I never did it again, I can tell you that. Yeah, I wish (laughs) I wouldn't have never done it, to be honest with Mm -hmm. you. So was Fort Mayan ever a fort? Mm -hmm. It was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, like a long, long, long time ago it was a fort. And what they did is they just used it to uh, as a watch out. Uh Yeah, and so... The original fort, I don't know if you remember, but it was back behind in our backyard. And for a long time, the fence was huge and there was cutouts. Okay. Like back behind the um, laundromat. All right. All right. I think I remember Mm -hmm. now. And then. Man, you're taking me back. I know. It was a long time ago. So my dad ended up cutting that fence down. Probably when I was like 12, uh-huh. him and Kevin and a couple other guys like went out uh-huh. there and had to cut it down because it started, I think it just started rotting, All right. rotting and kind of leaning a little bit, uh-huh. but they wanted to keep that original fence up. And so they just end up cutting it down and those, those holes 
that were the lookouts. Uh-huh. We used to shoot BB guns out. <laughs> shoot yeah. the birds and um that that's where they cut the cut it was right there at those lookouts and then trimmed everything else down. That's awesome. And then that fence actually stayed up for quite a long time until right right I think it was a couple years after my dad died and then there was a group of people that came in and took it took almost all of it down from my mom because it was it was it was just rotting and tipping and uh-huh. they, they couldn't they couldn't keep it up but yeah for a long time it was really cool it was a really beautiful main attraction and yeah yeah but my parents owned fort Myton for 27 years so yeah and the windmill you guys didn't put that up no but and Ludi put that up uh-huh. and then there was like a conservation thing that came through uh-huh. and they sued my parents and s- said that there was an oil leak that came from the garage. Oh, I got <laughs> you. Like bull- bullshit. But. <laughs> and um, my parents had to pay like this big fine. And then they said that it was um, that that windmill was illegal or something like that that there was no power source hooked up to it or something like that and they took it down and then it, it laid down for quite a lot yeah like quite a long time but the guy that owns it now he put it back up yeah yeah like he yeah he put it back up he's he went and got some kind of a license or something like that and put it back up which is really cool he painted uh, that's it. that's cool yeah it, it's running yeah i mean it, it's cool to see it's yeah. uh, you know part of my childhood uh-huh. i always wanted to get up there and ride it as it was going oh we there. tried we tried when we were <laughs> little like we'd be we'd be halfway up there and i could hear my dad whistle get your ass down <laughs> right now and i was like so my cousin so you remember larry james Larry James Baldridge? Yes, yes, yes. Yes. He still still lives down there. Larry James. Michael Wallace's good friend. Yes, but Larry James lives in Arkansas now. Oh, he moved back? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. But Larry James and I believe Todd or Tom, one Uh of them, they climbed up there and they grabbed a hold of it and was like swinging around. (laughs) And all of us girls, like me, Gaylene, Cherry Kay, Carrie Uh Alice... We were like laughing and then one of us ran in there and got my mom and then my mom called Aunt Sherry and next thing you know, here comes my dad freaking Wow. Just balls to the wall, like yelling at those boys, like, get your asses down right now and when it was time to get down, they couldn't get down. Oh they, yeah, yeah. They they could <laughs> going up's easy. Yeah, they, coming back down's they different. They could not get down and so there goes my dad. He's climbing up there and like he's reaching up there like with one arm and he's like stopping it and like grabbing Larry James's leg and swinging him over and like Larry a monkey. Baldrige. And I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> like as a little girl, like this is nuts. And then as soon as they got down, oh my gosh, they got their asses kicked. Bad. But, yeah, the guy that lives there now doesn't do a restaurant. He just does garage doors. He did this garage door. Yeah, here. did he? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's really cool. Have you went in there and toured? No. The inside? Can you go in? Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, ask him and he'll give you a tour. I'll be damned. I'm glad that I did. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah. You know, it's the houses you, you grew up in. The house that I grew up in Salt Lake, they put a, a Sam's Club up. 
Oh, cool. (laughs) And I was like, wow, we can't even see that house Mm -hmm. anymore. So, and after I was married, we had a house over behind McDonald's. Mm -hmm. And I see it and I look past it and I was like, wow, some bitches run down. Mm -hmm. They need to fix the roof. You know, I mean, that's coming from a homeowner, I Mm -hmm. guess. (laughs) I started working in Fort Myton when I was like, probably like 10 years old. I started running the till. And okay. my mom would like supervise me. And then when I, when I was officially 14 is when I got put on the, all right on the, on the schedule. But as like a 12 year old, I was in there putting away groceries and putting away me and uh-huh. just doing, doing everything. And then kind of being underneath everybody's feet and, and having Jim cut your hair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had our own barber. <laughs> Go in there and get my hair done, and the roller or the roller skating rink. The large amount was like our personal roller skating rink, like when we were little. Uh huh. And then we had the track. Uh-huh. Remember, like the three wheeler track that was down there by uh-huh. the riverbed. So that was like our personal riding, and we'd ride the three wheeler and four wheeler, and then the Rosses. Remember, yeah. like the Ross brothers? They, yeah, Ryan they, and, and yeah, and uh, Troy. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, they had bikes, and oh, so yeah. if us girls heard bikes, like look out there, oh, they're riding. The boys are riding. We the got Rosses we, are yeah, riding. The Rosses are riding. We got to go ride with them, and <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. So heck yeah, it was a good time. Like growing up in Mighton, and I, I know people probably think like it's a Mighton, but. Man, we I had I had everything growing up. I mean, I was I was really spoiled. I mean, my parents were amazing hard workers. They yeah. taught us how to work. I was a tomboy most of my life. I didn't That's my life. I didn't like I never thought that I'd even wear makeup. I refused to wear dresses. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have a funny story about that. Like I had to wear a dress one time and I told my mom, I'm not wearing a dress. Like, and she's like, you have to wear a dress. And I was like, I'm not wearing a dress. And I'm like, fine, I'll put pants on underneath it. And I went and told my dad, I was like, I'm not wearing this ugly dress. And he was like, put pants on underneath it. And I was like, fine. So I purposely pulled the dress up so you could see my tight leg and pants. <laughs> and then honestly, it became like a fashion trend. Like a couple years later, yeah. wearing the tight leggings and dresses this. was like a thing. And then wearing mini skirts like oh, in yeah. the 80s with the tight leggings on or anything. Yep. And I was like, I'm the one who started that. Ah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I did that because I was a tomboy in my end. Yeah, we had the rivers so we could go swim. and. We used to put in the fish. river and uh, um, inner tube mm-hmm. to my parents' house. Yeah. yeah. It just put in right there at the bridge and go. Yeah. Spring runoff was the best time. Jumping off the bridge, that was always that was always a good time. Yeah. You had yeah. to do when it was high because... You touch bottom quick. Yeah. Well, uh, before they put uh, still water in, it used to be a pretty big river. Yeah. And then it died down. All the cars that were in the oh, river. yeah. And I don't even think they're there. I don't know if somebody's lifted them out. But they did. They cleaned it out when they put yeah. that new bridge in. But that was clear down to my mom and dad's house. Mm-hmm. They had cars in. Mm-hmm. Just so it didn't wash the yeah. banks out. It's like, yeah. Used cars. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And we'd get swimming, and you're like, oh, what is that? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because I, I grew up on that river too. And, mm-hmm. and 
we had zip lines down where we lived. Mm-hmm. We we built a whole fort down there. Had great great times. I know it was it was skinny a good time. dipped. <laughs> talked talked the neighbor girls into taking all the swimsuits off. You know we were mighty boys. Yeah, <laughs> and ran ran mm-hmm. with their swimsuits. Ran. Do you remember Tobos? Tobos Market in the old uh, park in Whiten. I think so. Yeah. I think so. I was very young, and you go down there, you get an ice cream. My grandpa used to take me there. And it was another store, just yeah. like Fort Whiten. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And after that shut up, it never, nobody, no. they tore the place yeah, down. Yeah it, yeah. it was right there on the corner by, like, yeah. The corner of the park and the church, right? Yeah, now they got a pavilion and all that sitting there, but uh, it actually was a store. And I remember actually going in and shopping there, mm-hmm. but that's the only other store other than Ghost Town, mm-hmm. you know. And Ghost Town had its phases. It had a bar. It had mm-hmm. you know, all kinds of weird stuff. It was the, I want to say the J and was it the J and W store? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. the pranks owned it. Yeah, yeah, the pranks owned it. Yeah, the pranks owned it, and. Yeah, I remember that. My parents worked there. Mm-hmm. My dad was also, uh, he worked at the Mighton School as a lunch lady for substitute. My mom worked for uh, Mighton City, too. Okay. Mrs. Jones. Yeah. Great. Yeah, Mrs. Jones. She's amazing. Yeah, and you can buy candy after uh, mm-hmm. after school. <laughs> Did you ever walk to the bar to the three-legged dog and oh yeah get, hell um, yeah and got whiskey sour and get whiskey sour yeah why we're in church 50 cents <laughs> so, knock 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 you're like we are rebels here yeah. now we're getting can, can i get a, a sour and what was it it was the it was the sour mix right yeah it was a win seven up and seven up mm-hmm. yeah and uh they they loved doing it mm-hmm. to the kids and yep. then uh uh like with Lou Arnold, mm-hmm. Lou Arnold's three-legged dog. Yep. Yeah, um, Dad still owns shirts. Yeah, they're like collectors' items mm-hmm. now. You could see the whole entire lettering down it. And I was like, I gotta have one. I should get it. Yeah. And put it up in here. You should. That'd be That'd awesome. Be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the old mill. Yeah. We had so much good times in that. Mm-hmm. They had spook alleys in it. Mm-hmm. You know, for Halloween. I remember peeing in the corner, and now somebody lives there. <laughs> uh, Angel Severa from the other side of the beehive rented a room out of it. Yeah. He called it the murder shack. Yeah. <laughs> that place was kind of scary. Yeah. It was It was kind of scary. There yeah. was weird things that happened in there. Like, you'd walk by, and like lights would flicker, and like oh. weird noises would come out of there, and then, you know, like, oh, yeah. being a little rebels you would have to like walk in there and investigate and there was nobody in there and like especially <laughs> hanging out with rocky and jeremy oh like, yeah they were like they like ran the town yeah, what the hell is the matter with you yeah <laughs> and like he's like come on we're gonna go in there and look and if someone's messing around or someone's making a wreck we'll beat we're gonna, their asses. yeah yeah and we're okay rocky and then go in there and like nobody was in there yeah it was weird it was scary oh yeah um Put out the the Mighton Cemetery. Mm-hmm. That was the first cemetery I've ever been around because I'm from Salt Lake until mm-hmm. I was 10. Mm-hmm. And then moved out here and we get a cemetery that has no grass. Yeah. It was like, wow, what is this? I had no idea that there was tribal involved, all that. And 
my mom would take us there and it'd be Michael Wallace, Blaine Brokaw, <laughs> Sam Meekum, Travis Kenningston, you know, and, and we'd all be sitting there and she'd lock the doors get out and go talk to the graves and stuff like that we get out and she'd lock the doors and drive off yeah. <laughs> the good times of good times of might i used to take my kids riding bikes there like that was our nightly bike ride that's a cool we, place we'd ride to the cemetery like yeah. on our nightly bike ride and then ride around and there was something that happened at the cemetery so when the flood happened uh-huh and before they put in that culvert on that ditch bank. Yeah. So all those old graves washed up. Oh shit. <laughs> and they had and then they had to go in there and pull up those little graves and rebury yeah. them. Shallow. Yeah, it was crazy. My sister Colleen was actually she went down there. She was she's kind of morbid like that. Oh wow. And she went down there and she's like, I seen this little grave and little casket and and then there was these skulls and bones, and they just had to mix match these bones and like bury them all over again. And I was like, Ooh. "Get clean!" Yeah, got clean's kind of morbid like that, but we used to stay at part of that. Mike Wallace's house, and then uh, we'd uh, go down and steal ice cream from the the fillingums mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. corner. <laughs> I still remember what Mike would call an order from Fort Myton. He'd call and get a chicken taco. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He'd get a chicken taco with fry sauce, lettuce, <laughs> and pickles, I want to say. No onions. Sounds like Michael. It was, it was either lettuce, lettuce, pickles, no onions, or just lettuce and fry sauce, I think. But it was chicken tacos. I, I remember that. Like I still see Michael yeah. about once a year. Yeah? Yeah. Good. Yeah. I have him on Facebook. Yeah, he's in Michigan. Got a kid. Finally, finally mm-hmm. settled down. and got married, but mm-hmm. Mike's a good kid. He's a lot better than I am, actually. Yeah, <laughs> he turned out good. <laughs> um, getting away from the basin probably was good for Mike because uh-huh. we were all a bunch of hellish partiers there in high school. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who wasn't though, Mike? That's that's our entertainment. Really, growing up here in the basin, there really wasn't much to do, and I think we kind of just did our thing and we took care of each other and then yeah and then we all drifted and when we see each other and yeah. stewards and it's like i know i don't know you i know like, <laughs> you don't you don't remember what i did right <laughs> i don't want to talk about yeah. it yeah it's in the back Can of everybody's mind if you had phones back then oh damn we'd have been in trouble mm-hmm. and tinder yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry i gotta go leaving this party Got other things to do. That was, I'm glad. I'm glad I didn't date very much in high school. I really didn't. Yeah, I didn't too much. Too much. I always stayed with somebody and, and stuck with them for a year. Mm-hmm. And then they dropped me. And you're like, oh, yeah. I wasted too much time dating one person. Now, yeah. now I look back and I'm like, that was such a waste of time. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And the best time of my year is 15 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's the way I look at it. I should have dumped his ass and dated like 50 guys in high school. Yeah. And I could have too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hindsight's always twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. Uh, so toilet paper, bangs or a mullet? Your toilet paper roll. Do you put it where it's got 
bangs mm-hmm. or a mullet? Bangs. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Now we're on the same page. <laughs> bangs and as a house cleaner, I have to. Oh, that's I right. You got to fold them up, and make mm-hmm. pretty. My daughter does that for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I like thank you. Make them pretty, and then I fold another one up and make it like flowers and put it on the back of the toilet. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Do you have a woman crush? Yeah. See, I got a guy crush, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, Jason Statham. Okay. Yeah. I could do him. Yeah. I guess. I would say Charlize Theron. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And then I don't know her name, but whoever plays Wonder Woman. Oh, Gal Gadot. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on the same page with you. (laughs) I don't know her name, but I like. Gal Gadot. Okay. Wonder Woman, yeah. Yeah, and it's probably pronounced a little bit different mm-hmm. because it's got an accent to mm-hmm. it, but uh, Gal Gadot is how yeah. I pronounce it. All right. So what about Mel Crush, like the famous Mel Crush? That's Jason Statham. Okay. Well, uh, like your female one. My female. Oh, well, Gal Gadot is the same with me, but uh, um, I don't like. I like to stay with my age. Mm-hmm. So, oh, man, you got me. <laughs> Let me think. Because I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, she's a pop girl, and she's 18, and she's firm, and she's everything. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not like that. I was, I'd was. i rather have somebody that actually has some experience behind her. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, maybe had kids, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, that actually. So... Yeah, I'm gonna have to get back. Let me think about that, and okay. we'll we'll have we'll ask some other questions here. Okay. All right. Have you ever had a wardrobe malfunction? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do we tell the story? If you'd yes? like to, yeah, I, I'm not gonna. Okay. So I lap swim. I'm a swimmer. Oh. And. Um, I was swimming, um, it was when the pool still had the outdoor pool in Roosevelt. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was swimming laps with Davey Ryan, Ryan Davey. What's it? Could be Flip. You know what I'm talking about? He's my age. I don't remember him. No. I think it's Davey Ryan. Okay. So it was me, him, and somebody else, and we are in the outdoor pool. And that day, I didn't have my one piece, but I wanted to swim at noon. Uh-huh. And because I think it was a Friday, it had to be on a Friday, and I need to go to a football game or whatever. So I had my two piece on. And <laughs> I told David, I was like, should we race? Because I had my fins on that day. Uh-huh. And he took off, and I knew he was going to win, but I was trying really hard. And with fins, mm-hmm. you get that motion going. Anyways, my whole top came down. And <laughs> when you're lap swimming, you have goggles. And right about the time when I had my head underneath the water and I looked over at him, he was looking at me. Uh, and I seen him go like. <laughs> Did he smile? I seen him go like. <laughs> and then right about then, I could feel the water just go oh. all over like my naked chest. And I was like. And I looked down and I was like, 
ah! and I just stopped and grabbed and pulled up. And I was like, I was so embarrassed. And I apologized to him, apologized and apologized. And he's he like, was, no problem. He's, he told me, he's like, I only seen it for a second. And then I felt so bad. And I had apologized to his wife at the time. And I ah. felt so bad. Anyways, I ended up throwing away that swimming suit. But that it was, and it was kind of my fault too, because I, I told him, I was like, let's, let's race. Cause I had fins on. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of a malfunction. I, I know when I got married, the tuxedo was too big and I was constantly pulling it up. You know what I mean? But other than that, no, I don't think anything's falling. Yeah. Out. <laughs> I think it's more common with women. <laughs> yeah. That was, I think that was probably the main one that I. Do was. you sing in the shower? Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. That's the best acoustics, yeah. right? It is. <laughs> All right. Um, what is your most embarrassing moment in public? Mm. These are random questions. Oh. It's not something I, I I printed myself. So I'm trying to think of mine too. I'm I'm embarrassed of this one. I really am, but I learned from it. Okay. So high school sport incident. Christian, he played soccer. And we were playing Morgan, and their goalie was, he did a lot of cheap shots. Oh. And he was really mean to the players, and the refs was not calling anything on him. And after the game, Mama Bear come flying out on the field. Uh, Ah. And I started yelling (laughs) (laughs) at the Morgan refs, and... Um, it was really embarrassing and I embarrassed the crap out of Christian. I embarrassed the crap out of myself. I had to end up apologizing to the coaches, but really I was the, and all the parents felt the same way, but I was like the parent that like reacted. And I think I'm the one that reacted the most because I felt like they were picking on Christian uh-huh. and they were doing cheap shots on Christian and they would get up close to Christian and they would say things. Uh, I guess this was like, like it's, it's a normal thing like in yeah, sports. Oh yeah, yeah. And I learned this in football too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah. So like I had to come apart at Morgan soccer game and I embarrassed myself and my son and <laughs> but I learned from it. <laughs> He's like, mom, I don't want yeah, to run home with you. I learned from it and I, and I, I honestly never get it, did it again. And I, kept my cool after that and and if i seen parents like acting like me i went over and it's like it's not worth it and you're gonna embarrass your kid and it's gonna end up hurting your kid more than yeah (laughs) so yeah mine would probably be sam meekum and i left a a bar and decided to pee in an alley which was the bottom of a stairs in alley and we got nailed by the cops yeah yeah and the guy's like freeze and i was like oh man we just got nailed he's like you guys are getting nailed for public lewdness right now oh my like, gosh oh shit he's like take your shirts off and wipe it up so we start taking our shirts off and i look up and he's a security guy Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And so I'm acting like I'm wiping it up. <laughs> Sam's not. He's yeah. wiping his up with his shirt. He's like, all right. <laughs> and 
the guy comes up here and he's like, I got you guys charged with public lewdness and, and uh, indecent exposure. And I was like, we're peeing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, and we're going to nail your ass to it. And I was like, are you going to arrest me? And he's like, well, he starts, I started walking off. Yeah, I walked off. I walked (laughs) off. Where are you going? But uh, (laughs) I put my shirt back on. (laughs) Sam's walking around with his shirt over his shoulder. (laughs) He was hilarious. But uh, yeah, that was pretty embarrassing. (laughs) Good one. Do you ever talk to yourself in the mirror? Yes. All right. That's That's a good thing to do. Is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you answer your questions? Yes, yes you do. All that's, right. That's a good thing. It's, it's a healthy mind frame. If you go to therapy, they'll teach you that. <laughs> oh, I have not been there yet. <laughs> they haven't convinced me yet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What would be in your web history that would somebody be embarrassed if they saw? So if somebody picked up your phone and looked at your web history. They'd be like, what is she looking at? What is she looking at? Um, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't think I really look up too much. Not much porn, no, huh? No, I don't look up porn. <laughs> That's... <laughs> unfortunately that's i'm trying to think of all the stuff i was like here with the pot yeah with the podcasting everything that i have on as like you'd be surprised what comes up in my web history what people send me (laughs) don't look i'm old so like if i even think of any kind of nasty stuff it's like boom right there like "Mm." ah i'm dirty minded sucker i'm a scorpio so that's all i gotta say my my mind's got a one track too what are you what is your sign uh i'm pisces pisces nice yeah the old march Mm -hmm. so you just had a birthday march 11th nice yeah yeah turned 47 Mm -hmm. got old i'm going gray getting fat don't say that yeah Gray's good. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm going with it. Mm-hmm. I tried. I think to go everybody with, with my hair, but I couldn't. I think once you go with it, then guys are, you know, are like, you know what? You got that whole aura around you. It's mm-hmm. like you're mature. And this is just me, you know. I mean, I'm not speaking for everybody, but it's like, you know what? Go gray if you want to be. It's mm-hmm. cool that everybody dyes their hair and shit, yeah. but honestly. You got to be yourself. Be comfortable in your mm-hmm. own skin. You do. You have yeah. to love yourself. Yeah. You really have to love yourself. And if I could, if I could get like my hair to just grow out gray and like have at least like one good streak going on and go with that, I would. I would there start. I would start rocking it. And I tried for a minute, but then yeah, it just wasn't me. And I went to the salon. And I was like, get rid of this now. Fix it. Like, Fix it now. Cause I don't feel I don't feel that old, but I do I do like when women have gray hair. I think it's really pretty, and I think guys' beards when it's gray, yeah, and like the salt and pepper, yeah, I think it's sexy. I've had guys that were just for men, and they were a couple of years older mm-hmm. than me. I was like, just let it go. Why Why are you controlling? Mm-hmm. It? You know, what I mean, I think be self- who you are. Yeah, I think self esteem is I think self esteem is sexy. So however you want to rock your look, like that's it's a vibe. And you just go with it, and you're like, you know what? However, he's rocking that. That looks freaking good. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Would you rather lose 
Sex organs forever or gain 200 pounds. Glenn, <laughs> mm. that's that is hard. Neither. Neither. I'm, I'm totally with you, Neither. and we'll just void that one. You should void that one because I, I, if I could help it, I wouldn't gain 200 pounds because I know that's not healthy. Well, that's not healthy for me, anyways. That's not healthy for anybody. Yeah, that's not healthy. And then, and then, and then if I gained 200 pounds, I wouldn't be able to have sex. And so I could. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck this. I can, I can have healthy sex. And then, shit, Let's I would just be just roll in around. Trouble. Let's just roll around. <laughs> if you were reborn in what decade, what would it, what would you want to be born in? That's hard. I would definitely say like Elvis Presley. Go back like, to the fifties, yeah, forties. Yeah, fifties. Yeah, yeah. Um, like if if I could choose, I think that's that is when I think that the music and dancing and oh, music is ten times oh, better. Just, I mean, and the atmosphere. Everybody just could just have fun and jive and dance and. I mean, you went to a burger joint and danced, and that was just so normal. And and now yeah. it's so sad to see kids, they, like, do this sidestep thing, and they don't even know how to, like, move their bodies. And they don't do dancing anymore. Yeah, and it's... Um, uh, this community needs some dancing. I know. Very badly, and it's, it's so bad. sad. It UBIC comes around, we don't even have a dance after. I know. That dance was so fun. Yeah. We should get with Mark and actually start pushing on that and say, mm-hmm. you know, you need to get a dance out there. DJ it, Mark. So I don't know if you know her, but Courtney Terry, she teaches like the aerobics classes in Roosevelt. Uh, I don't know her. So she taught at Highway 40 for a long time. All and right. She had taught a aerobics class and uh-huh. it was called Jam. Okay. It was like a dance class. That class was full all the time and women loved it. And now she's actually back teaching, and she teaches at the Mad Fitness. Uh-huh. Is it is it called Mad Mad or Mad Sports? I don't even know what's out there anymore. I've the, been doing it in the house here. Yeah. So the the new gym, the Mads, and then the hospital gym that yeah. have classes. Uh-huh. And so she teaches a class called um, Groove, I believe. And All right. It's, it's like a dance aerobics class, and it's all like it's fun. And she's so good, and yeah, she's amazing. I think that's like the closest thing you can get dance around here. It'd be awesome to have a community dances like mm-hmm. that. That's cool. Oh, I did see something on the internet where Cassidy's is having like a country swing night on Monday nights or something like that. Uh huh. Yeah. That's if you're a For swinger. adults. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, swinger. Swing swing dance. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a open for swingers. Yeah, open for swingers. <laughs> yeah. We're advertising for them. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I think it's country swing. <laughs> country swing. <laughs> Dancing. Dancing. I don't have too much more. Uh, um, these questions that I was reading through, I was like, I don't even think these are relevant to us. Have you ever posted something on social media that you regret? Do you pee in the shower? Have you <laughs> ever ding dong ditch somebody, which we used to call it something else? Yeah. <laughs> um, 
let's see, peeing in the shower, I definitely say I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me I'm, too. I'm a girl, like, and I, I just. Yeah. If you got the, there, it's the water. It's in the it's same the, system. It works for me. What is gross is when you're in the shower with a male. And he pees on and you? And then he starts peeing. Like, <laughs> you better you better point that thing in the other direction or give a warning. Yeah. That's, I think that's, yeah. that's gross. Yeah. That's awesome, though. Showering <laughs> with others. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You don't pee in the bathtub. That's what you don't do. No, no. You don't. No. The shower is a, a downhole. You don't pee in the pool. You don't pee in the hot tub. You don't. No, and especially in the hot tub. I, I, I have my own and I treat it. It's like I tell the kids, it's going to turn blue if you pee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see what else. Uh, question. Do you brush your teeth in the shower? No. No. First thing I do when I get out of bed in the morning uh-huh. just brush my teeth then get hit shower. the shower brush I'd... my teeth floss gargle with listerine mm-hmm. shower That's i brush my teeth in the shower just because <laughs> i hate cleaning up toothpaste on in the, the mirror and sink yeah and, and on the mirror yeah i'm it's a like, good rinser it's one less cleanup and so I brush my teeth in the shower. I have a little OCD, so I try to clean up after myself mm-hmm. so nobody else has to. See, that's good. You're a good man. <laughs> You're a good man. Yeah, I, I take care of everything. Even the toilet it is left cleaner than when I got it. Mm-hmm. Because I am not going to be that person. And when you go to a rest stop or something like that, who does that kind of shit? That's oh <laughs> good job that's just me i'm proud of you yeah don't tell anybody Mm. i gotta have a macho image around here you know what i mean right (laughs) do you have any uh uh, conspiracies myths or anything you want to talk about Mm. i know you got it in your blood oh yeah (laughs) give me like a topic of a like you got any alien topics oh yeah all right Let's hear something. You could sum it up. I don't. I don't think it's a conspiracy though, because I believe in aliens. I do too. Yeah. It's too big of an area. Yeah. So, being married to Rolando, uh huh, um, his parents own four star ranch out in Rondelet. Yes. And we seen some shit. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, we seen some shit, and there's okay. So one night we're in the house. It was calving season. Uh-huh. Trebio comes in the house. He's like yelling at Rolando in Spanish. Oh, yeah. And I was like, what's going on? I could usually understand like a little bit, but not, not much. You're like me. I can, I can read Spanish. But. Yeah. And and I'm like asking Rolando, like, what's going on? And he was, Rolando's like, all the cows are like gathered up in a circle and, and they're going crazy. And there's a couple of cows that like are maybe like 10 foot out and they mm-hmm. they're trying to get in but they can't and they had some ropers out there and the ropers were trying to get those other cow, those other cows to come in because they were calving uh-huh. and so Rolando's like okay we're gonna go help and and tribute and I was like well what can we do to help and Midas his mom like come on we're gonna go get in the truck and so the tractor was already out in that field 
And they must have been moving manure, you know, something or yeah. cleaning it or maybe feeding. I don't know. So she went and got on the tractor and I went and got on the truck that had the overhead lights and flipped around the truck and was shining the lights towards the cows. And then she just had the tractor and was kind of like going back and forth, uh-huh. slow, like giving lights to the ropers and Rolando and Trebro were over there and they were getting all the cows into the smaller corral. And there was cows that were like in the outside, just 10, 20 feet out, and mm-hmm. they could not move. They were paralyzed. They were wow. standing there and they were mooing and going crazy and they couldn't move. And the ropers were over there and they had a, and then Rolando went and got the shocker uh-huh. and went, went over there and like shocked him and was like, get over there. And they were paralyzed and they couldn't move. Wow. And it was just, it was nuts to watch. And, so we ended up getting the cows over into the smaller corral. And then that night, some of the cows had their babies. Mm-hmm. And we were pulling babies, like breech. And yeah. I mean, they shouldn't have been having babies, right? Yeah. But we ended up pulling babies breech and babysitting cows like all night long. And there was some of the cows that was still stuck out in the field and they couldn't move. Uh-huh. So they waited till in the morning and went over, went like went in there and like scooped them up, like scooped them up with a freaking tractor wow. and moved them over because they were still like paralyzed. That's from, crazy from whatever happened. And then, you know, like the whole like gutting thing, like the holes yeah. in the cows. Like I seen that personally. Oh really? So they had a graveyard, and they come and caught me and took me out to the graveyard and like showed us. And they're like, we just found like three cows out there, and they look like a freaking cookie cutter oh wow like i i seen that with my own eyes and this was like back in like so christian was born in 99 uh-huh and so it had to have been he was born in august of 99 so all right yeah had to have been 99 you know like mm-hmm. june july of 99 yeah yeah so <laughs> Oh wow! And then, I, then there was there was a whole there was other things that happened out there that was really crazy. That I mean, honestly, if you want to hear about like alien stories that happened out there, then this this is when like Skinwalker Ranch was like Skinwalker Ranch, and it was bolted down and yeah, and before all before the it was hype on TV, and, yeah, yeah, all the hype and everything like that, and it was gated off and things yeah. like that, and all those yeah. weird things were happening. Yeah, like you should have Rolando come in and talk about skin, talk about the aliens. And there was one time, um, so out there there was a runway. So mm-hmm. the owner had an airplane, and there was a runway, and it was all smooth, smoothed over for his little plane. And we woke up, and it looked like something had just came, and just dropped down and dug a big huge trench like 20 feet oh wow and there was no dirt scattered there was no piles there was there was nothing and all the farm workers were like what the hell happened yeah and we went and looked at it and trivia was like what the hell is this yeah and it happened overnight that's crazy and it was totally unexplainable and they end up have to fix it but it was just a big, it was like just a big, huge scoop out of the runway. Just, oh, wow. It was no dirt, nothing. I mean, it's just crazy. Like, 
I seen that with my own eyes. Well, it's crazy. That the basin is a magnet for uh-huh. the like the beyond the mm-hmm. aliens. You know, what I mean, I don't. And there was a lot of crazy things that happened in Pelican, like the water. Yeah. Like you'd see the water swirling. Oh yeah, I've fished it a lot, and it's mm-hmm. just a swamp. <laughs> it is a swamp, and like in the middle of the night, you would see like you would see it like swirling like if there was like a suction and like a corner over here it was like swirling wow (laughs) like like if there was a you know a a tornado or something that was Uh pulling the water down or i don't know how to explain it but like a uh what do they call it a water spout yeah water spout but there was no water coming up out of the water it was swirling and being sucked down sucked down and only in that spot that's crazy because like Joe Rogan actually has, you know, he's had a few podcasts that talk about um, aliens being in water mm-hmm. and harboring. That's I wonder crazy. if Skinwalker has done anything with Pelican Lake. I wonder if they've put any kind of research into I don't, the lake and looked at it. I, I don't know how much hype is really going in there if they're actually making it more of a, f- a fiction you know what I mean? Basically, just to make a good program going yeah. on. So, I've had Caleb on here, but as far as getting any of the other cast, you can't you can't touch them right now. They're under contract. They yeah. won't talk to you. Mm-hmm. I've talked to Thomas, and he's like, he stops. He's like, I want to come on, but I can't. Yeah. You know? So, there's a lot of questions about that. And that that is, you know, it goes alien, but it also goes native and and you know mm-hmm. i mean there's a lot of questions that are out there for people to ask you know and and, and curiosity yeah you know so i try not to get too deep into it because i work into the oil field yeah and then i get called out and i i don't want to think about that yeah. shit when i get out there yeah i kind of i mean i know it's been called skinwalker ranch for a long time yeah. and since skinwalkers are associated with native americans mm-hmm. i really think that out there is more extraterrestrial based and maybe they should yeah maybe they should separate that a little bit because i don't know how much it really has to do with that's basically when caleb was here as he was hitting around that there's more out there mm-hmm. and i was like wow but then it, it got religious and and there were some other things that came in play with it and i was like okay well we'll end this one yeah so that's interesting. Definitely interesting. But growing up here in the basin, I think that we all carry a little bit of native beliefs. Like Agreed. And you need yeah. to respect it. I do. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, I'm not going to waste all your time. So uh, where can we find you, Joanne? Um, here soon. I'll be kayaking and Ooh. at the golf course. <laughs> And the golf course <laughs> and we're kink no um, i have social media i have facebook and instagram and but facebook you can if people want to get a hold of me especially for work or whatever you can get a hold of me on facebook i'll touch base on facebook and then share my phone number there you go one and she yeah. can get out there on on tinder or whatever <laughs> no not tinder <laughs> not tinder <laughs> grinder (laughs) i don't know what grinder is me either i think it's for gay people (laughs) (laughs) 
you can find me slaving on the OnlyFans at uh, oh, yeah. Quivering Quinn. <laughs> if, if I become smart. That's how um, you make some money. I'm gonna be, I'll have an OnlyFans. I don't think it's selling your soul. It's it's just making some money. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I think you guys have mentioned this on here before, uh-huh. but there's a person here in the Uno Basin. She makes cash. Oh, right. Yeah. OnlyFans. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of money to be made she, off it. She makes cash. She. That's she, awesome. Shout out to her. Yeah, that's what I was saying, too. Like, I ran into her, and she's, like, seeing what she's driving and stuff, and I was like, huh. Just then, a little bit of show, and I get some go. And I heard about her, and then I was like, dude, she's, she can she can do it, man. And there's other it. people, like, they only put up, like, one, like, one post. A month and make like four thousand dollars off of. A, I've never even been on it. Like so, there's a couple. Like they're a married couple. They've uh-huh. been married for like twenty years or whatever. They just have. They just put up one post a month of one of their kinky sexes and hell yeah, they make four thousand dollars off of it. That's worth it. Do you know what I could do with four thousand? <laughs> I could go to Mexico on I vacation. I love Mexico. <laughs> Again, uh, but, I've been to Mexico so many times I can't right. even count. <laughs> so you just mentioned um, uh, the Philstead. Philstead, yeah, yeah, Philstead. So I have gone to Costa Rica and Same. Mexico with them, and then the Yucatan. Yeah, so the one trip to Costa Rica, we traveled down and went into Belize, and yeah, I've been to Belize yeah. with them. So I didn't do the Belize trip, but I did the Costa Rica trip and uh-huh. the Costa Rica trip. No, it wasn't the Mexico trip that we went to, went down to Belize. No, it was Mexico, right? Okay. So yeah, Mexico. We traveled to Yucatan and then we went down into Belize and went oh, along that's the cool. Snake River and then yeah. uh, did the big pyramid that looked over the Snake River and mm-hmm. drove past... Um, Bill Gates' house on the Snake River. Oh, really? With all the security yeah, I didn't, guards. I didn't get that one, but I did the Costa Rica. I did the Belize. I did the Yucatan, the Peru, oh. and I did the Dominic. Oh, nice. I um, would love to go back to Costa Rica. When I left Costa Rica, I felt like I was leaving my heart there. Like It, it took everything. Like, on the beach there. Oh, yeah. I... Like, I felt like my soul was connected. Like, there was something there that my soul was, like, connected to. Like, I had been there before. Pretty, pretty country. And there was another woman that was on that tour with us. And me and her was talking about it. And she was telling me, she's like, I already know in a past life, I was a pirate. Oh, really? Yeah. She's like, I know I was a pirate. And I was on the water. And I was this and that. And, like she kind of was telling me her thing and it kind of fed images into my brain. So I'm a water person. Yeah. I've always been a water person. Yeah. Like I swear to God, I'm a mermaid. Oh, I, I if, if, it, if I had a past life, I was probably a mermaid. This is so funny. <laughs> uh, oh no. But if, yeah, if anything, like, but what she was telling me and she was like, I love water and ocean. And she's like, when I come to the ocean, she's like, you have to peel me away. And when I go home, I go into a depression and yeah, and so she was telling me she's like you got to be prepared, Joanne. She's like I kind of feel like you're gonna be the same way and 
like it took everything I had to get on that plane. Oh, really? And when I came home, I just, I just kept getting on my phone and like watching the videos of the ocean and yeah, and I love it. And it's when pretty I, there. When I was little, when we would go to California, and that's the only thing I'd ask my mom is like, "Can we please go to California? Can we please go to the ocean? Can we yeah. please go to the ocean?" And when we would go, I love it. Like I was like eight years old, or maybe I between eight or yeah i think i was eight the first time i went and i just went running out in the ocean and my mom was like Come on, stop. And then, it's got another yeah, toe it's gonna take yeah you. sending larry james chasing after me like larry james go get her and and i just i wasn't i've never been scared of the water like never like yeah, i actually same went here. i went kayaking the other day at borm and it was like eight mile an hour winds and there's a little bit of white caps going on. Uh-huh. Like I paddled like 20 feet out was, it sucked for a second, but like I wasn't even scared. And I had friends, like I said, it out on my snap and I had friends like messaging me back, like, <laughs> be careful, Joanne, be careful. But like, I'm not even scared. So honestly, uh, like if I, if I ever die in the water, just know that I die happy. Cause there you go. I, it was it has to be it's going to be a total accident because i'm a freaking excellent swimmer and i love water that's good so that's awesome yeah so you that's want to awesome. go kayaking <laughs> <laughs> yeah i haven't kayaked i've canoed and i've canoed, uh, yeah i've got paddleboard and and yeah i need to do better <laughs> yeah, well, i love that like i love getting friends together and going and just chilling on the lake and floating like that's my peace like yeah Water's my peace i i i really enjoy the water and, and be honest oh, pisces mind. pisces and yeah. water sign huh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i would not have a problem retiring new mexico mm-hmm. least having something during the winter mm-hmm. to say you know what that's where i'm heading because mm-hmm. i can go out and play in the sea cortez all the time mm-hmm. i love it yeah 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 um dominic had some riptides and stuff like that that's pretty hard after you've had a few rum and cokes <laughs> but i'll live I, I, I could probably handle through that yeah <laughs> all right well if you have any questions or comments or you'd just like to sit in on an episode of the you went basement email us at you went basement at gmail.com or you can leave the you went to basement a message ask a question we might be able to answer to give some advice yeah they'll be mark and donnie they do really mm-hmm. well it can be any random and totally anonymous and we will play you on our next episode the number is 435-527-5386 or type in hell ask fun that's h-e-l-l-a-s-k-a-s-k-f-u-n that's what happens when you have a beer or two <laughs> <laughs> find us at you into basement podcast on the meta facebook or you into basement on the gram or all major platforms for your podcast you can also find me at mighty quinn at another podcast called no trespassing mm-hmm. there is no restrictions <laughs> on that one and it naughty, is not naughty. censored so we talk dirty on that <laughs> one so tune into that one we just had an episode that went out last night yeah so, yep. i'll have to listen to that yeah, that's got Jen Rook, Cody Giles, Dillinger, and oh, myself. Fun. Yes. So we have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Jen is awesome. She's so freaking funny. <laughs> we have a blast with Jen. Yeah. So thank you. Has she ever tell has she ever made you her crab salad? No. Ooh. 
honey. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Yeah. I'll she won't give out the recipe, but she'll she'll make it. Yeah. She'll be like, yeah. She used to make it for all of the football, like home games and and it was Christian's favorite. And so I begged her to make it for his uh farewell. Oh. His mission farewell, and she did. Yeah. I was like, I'll pay you, Jen. Like, he has to have it. He's gonna he's gonna be mad if I don't have it. But yeah, she <laughs> she makes the bomb crab salad. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you, Joanne. Thank you for me. asking me. It's, yep. It was so exciting. It was great. We got to learn all about Mike today. I know. So, <laughs> this is episode 129. I'm the Mighty Quinn, and I am out of here. Out of here. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.